So what is it that you're nervous about with it exactly? I, I mean, it's been over two years, and I have, like, been a severe hair farmer, so I don't really know exactly, like... I, I don't know. I don't know how to interact with, like, a hairstylist, even though it's my friend, but I haven't had one in so long mm-hmm. that um, it, I don't know, it just feels really unnatural Are you going to over-talk? Probably. Oh, you're going to over-talk. That's what's going to happen. Well, even, like, with my closest friends, I've told you that I get nervous, like, even having to sit at lunch with people that I know very well, because that is, like, a phobia for me. Small talk. Hello, everyone. This is Fun Employment <laughs> Radio. I'm Greg Nibbler here with Sarah X. Dylan. Thank you so much for tuning in today, wherever and however you listen. It is so fantastic that you do so. Of course, we are live here five days a week on the Fun Employment Radio Network, and then available via podcast all over the internet, wherever podcasts can be found. And thank you for finding us. A lot to talk about today. We are going to be joined by our buddy Rick Emerson here in just a little bit, but... You didn't say pal this time. Our pal. <laughs> our, our, our numero uno. Our numero uno. Rick, Rick Emerson Uno. I don't know how that goes. Anyway, uh, yeah, Rick Emerson's going to join us. I do also... Um, just want to say how much I appreciate Black's Pest Services. Oh, me too. Black's Pest Services, fine sponsor for Employment Radio. We do appreciate their support very much. And they have been supporting us during these uh, during these trying times. Yes. And, and we're uh, very grateful for them. And so uh, blackspestservices.com, of course, is where you can go. And uh, I just recommended them to a, to a friend named a friend of mine Ooh. who has some wasp problems. Oh, I see. Wasp problems do not sound like fun. That does That's not, not sound like fun. No. No, I, I still also, I must recommend that if you are not a fan of theirs on Facebook, please, if you do have a Facebook, uh, become a fan of theirs because they always have an employee of the day, which is usually an amazingly adorable animal of some sort. Yes. I think sometimes, I think I saw like once or twice it was like a spider. I'm like, what are you doing? Yeah. Monsters. Not a fan of the spider ones. Monsters. Did you, do you like an angry face on it for no. the... I don't think I've ever really used an angry face on Facebook. I've used an angry face if it's like some like, like a joke. No, like no, because it's, it's too hard for that to be interpreted. Like if it's something like somebody's posting something that they're mad about, and I'll be like, I'm angry too, but I'm not very good. With oh, that because stuff. see, I, then I just like it if they're angry about it. Cause I'm like, yeah, I support you. Yeah, I know. I, I do. But the, do like, people think that I'm maybe liking that they're angry? They could be. They could be what. I they, mean, we're old people now at this point, so we don't really know the the technology. I know the technology. Oh, I'm sorry. Yes, you're hip with the kids. I know the technology. I didn't say that I'm hip with the kids. No, so I'm saying like, is that, should I be doing an angry face in support of people being angry or something? Or should I give them a thumbs up? Like, yeah, I'm, I got your back. I don't know. I've gone through that over and over where I'm like, I don't know what it is, what I'm, I don't know how people are going to interpret it. So yeah, I've only done angry a couple of times. Okay. I'm like, oh, this makes me mad. Oh, I'm very mad. Oh, I'm mad. I've been dealing with too many trolls lately, though. I'm, I haven't been posting on Facebook, but didn't Twitter, man. Didn't pay your troll toll, because like, they are everywhere for you. Yeah, Twitter, Twitter, I've had a few. Um, it's just weird. I'm like, who even are you? I have no idea who you are, but you're chiming in here. Some of them are Are trolls, there anybody just... that you know, or are they like no. bots? No, it's like bots. Well, I'm, they're not bots. because but they're just, they're actual like, bot human is Bot is different. They're, I garbage. don't think yeah. they're, well, and I'm not even going to say they're pieces of garbage necessarily but they're they just want to people just want to post their opinions even when they're completely wrong like when it's just like factual information how could it be wrong if it's an opinion there's a there's a woman who I'll just call this out because <laughs> that just totally backfired on me because I just inhaled my iced coffee there's a woman on Perfect. Twitter and and you know we're not going to get political I don't feel like this is political and you know I know this show isn't but sometimes sometimes there's things you got to say but uh, this, I just want to use this as an example so this is something I I retweeted um, something that an, an Obama... Oh, wait. Do I get another one? Um, oh, Lordy. Huh. Okay. That's, no, that's something else, actually. Uh, so I just... I retweeted a speech by Obama at John Lewis's thing, and it was just... He was saying that uh, Election Day should be a national holiday. And I was like, yeah, I think that's a good idea. Yeah. That way people who 
have to work, don't have to worry about that. They can get out, you know, get out to vote. I think the more people voting, the better. That's that's what I believe in. That shouldn't be a too controversial of the subject. I I, um, I understand. Yeah, yeah. I <laughs> that's yes. not, not too hard. Uh, but uh, but then I did get a couple, and there's this one woman who replied, uh, "Yeah, registering to vote is a choice and should remain so. If you are registered to vote and you do not vote, all yes slash no answers are counted as no votes. How many people would not be able to vote?" And affect the outcomes. That what? So, so I and I was confused. I was like, "Am I just not getting this? Am like, am I, am I the dense one here to not understand this, or is this really like one of the dumbest things that I've ever seen written?" And I, I conferred with some other people. I'm like, "It's early in the morning. I'm tired. Is it? Am I reading this right?" And she was saying that if you don't vote, that you're that it automatically they automatically run down makes as a no. You- a no, but if you're voting between two parties, then well, how's that a no? no? But, well, no, but that doesn't matter. Even yeah. if it's a yes-no vote, you're not voting just means you didn't vote. Well, I know. You're vote. trying to explain it to me as if it makes sense. I understand it doesn't make sense. And yes, yeah. I totally agree. That's all, that's all I'm saying. It was... it was. Why do you get some... Because you just deigned to post something like in support of something? Um. Okay, don't get distracted while you've huh. done the Twitter hole. No, 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 no. Uh, but anyway... Yeah, it's, it's weird. I actually posted on Twitter for the first time in a long time yesterday because I randomly, um, well, I talked to one of my um, one of my best friends who lives in Bremerton. I've talked about her before, Tanea. And uh, randomly, I was just thinking, so I started listening to Sir Mix-a-Lot yesterday, and I heard that song Bremolo and how, mm-hmm. I mean, we've talked about this, you know, a billion times. Yes. I'm from Bremerton, Washington. That's Sir Mix-a-Lot's from Seattle, and he wrote a song, in case you're unaware, called Bremolo, which is basically an unflattering description of women from... Uh, the city of Bremerton. Yes. So I did. It's quite unflattering. It is so awful. <laughs> so I did actually go on Twitter for the first time and I just, and I wanted to see if I would get a response, but then I, now I don't know if I want to, but I just wrote, re-listening to Sir Mixlot's Bremolo and I wrote I, to his handle, I wrote, at the real mix, which one of my Bremolos hurt you? <laughs> <laughs> did he reply? He didn't reply. Oh. Uh, no. But okay. at any, any second now. I'm sure. Yeah. We can get a whole list of Mixlot. No, I know. Didn't he used to have a subscription? He does. Sir Mixlot has yeah. a Fun Employment <laughs> Radio Supporters Club membership. Yes, he, <laughs> he actually does. Sir, yeah, there's a login handle. It's I think it's Sir Mixalot, and then uh, I won't give out his password so nobody steals Sir Mixalot's login name. But yeah, he's got one to the Fun Employment Radio Supporters Club. Oh, that's awesome. <laughs> I don't know if he ever so used it. I just wanted it. to see if he was. Because seriously, I started thinking about him. Like nobody is that mean to somebody who didn't like hurt them. Mm. Didn't, but I think that he had his heart broken by a Bremolo. Oh, that could be. That is exactly what I'm thinking. Like, to have that much dis, like distaste for all women of Bremerton, like, that means that a Bremolo took the ferry over to Seattle and broke his poor little heart. Oh, well, maybe we'll need to have That's him on my conspiracy have a heart-to-heart, theory. You know, what <laughs> happened? Where did the Bremolo touch you? Uh, so we'll, we'll, uh, we'll see if we can, yeah, we can see, we'll see if we can get some actually. Yeah, maybe that's it. Yeah. I don't know. I'm not sure where it all went wrong. But... Uh, <laughs> Going back to what you're talking about at the beginning. Yes. So you're going to get a haircut for the first time in for two years. For the first years. time in two years. Okay. I, so I, I mean, I cut my own bangs. Okay. But as for like the length and the style, I mean, I just have this, you know, I have a lot of hair. Sure. I do have a, a large amount of hair. Okay. And uh, it's all kind of the same length right now. And I'm I'm kind of excited, but I don't really know what to do with it because everything feels so drastic when I'm cutting it because I've just had it the same length for so long. Yeah. And then plus, like, one of my, be- again, another one of my best friends, uh, Lisa, who works at Transformation Salon on uh, Southeast Woodstock, uh, I, she usually cuts my hair at her house. So I haven't gone to a salon in probably 10 years. Wow. Yeah. You haven't I, been into one? Mm-mm. 
I mean, I go to like the nail. So I've been well, in when that was a thing. I would go to the nail salon, but yeah, yeah, but not a hair salon. Well, I mean, do you remember how it all works? Yeah, I do. But you know what? I you know why I started wanting to uh, not go and why we would like have wine and you know have like backyard haircuts is because I get so nervous about small talk, even if it's with people that I care about, and like sitting in that chair and having to like make conversation is just like a nightmare for me. Huh. I it, and I've talked about it before. Like even sitting at lunch with people, you know, that are, I'm friends with, like. My fear of running out of something to talk about is is real. Yeah. No, I I know it is. I've yeah. experienced it with you before. You don't you do not like any pauses of silence. No, it makes me super uncomfortable and you have too many pauses. Greg will just sit there somebody'll like have a conversation and Greg will just sit there and just actively listen, you mean? No, you just won't respond when you're done talking and then you'll be like Yeah. Okay, well, I'm going to go now. It is so awkward. <laughs> it's not awkward. It's super awkward. No, it's not awkward. I mean, you leave room. You can leave a little bit of room in the conversation, so that people can, you know, ruminate on what was spoken and formulate their responses. It's weird. I'm. I'm just saying it doesn't have to be constant. Now, one thing that I, I'm think you know that that is of concern for you going in here is you are going to overtalk and it's going to be. You going at it now? I well, that's my friend too, and you know, like, but you know, like nobody's know, really seen everybody, not... and people haven't well, seen a okay, lot of each other. If you're factoring that in, none of this even matters because that's just a different. No, but it makes no because it still freaks me out. It doesn't yeah. matter who it is, a stranger or a friend. I get equally as nervous. Well, um, well, I mean, I okay. I was going to give you advice just based on what I've gone through. I would is... really like some advice, please, just to, like keep the conversation flowing. You don't okay? A that's not what the advice I would give. No. I I prefer less conversation. I'm more of a Let's get down to business and we'll get the job done here. Got to get the job done. I'm more of that kind of kind of way because I've gone to a couple of different ones. Um, not much recently. I got my haircut actually just a couple of weeks ago, but before that, at least months. I got your hair too, right? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, but um, previous to that, I've gone to a couple of different people and they talk too much. Like they, because they're kind of like a you. What? Where there's, there can't really be a lull in well, conversation where it's just getting... that's I to get a phobia getting... about it. Because when I used to go to strangers to get my hair and they were like, so, where are you from? What do you like? What do you... It's just like, it's yeah. so stressful. It's almost like a job interview while you're sitting there. Yeah, that's why I just give short answers and then I just be quiet. So I'll give it the shortest part. Like, I won't be rude, but I'll just be like, oh yeah, that's really cool. You no, don't I think it's that. rude, but I've seen that before when someone comes up and tries to I'm not, talk to us. The way I say it is not in a rude way. And someone will be like, so how are you guys doing? And Greg will be like, I'm fine. Yeah, what, at a store, you mean? Yeah, or if so, or like a, the, or like a, a server or something. A I'll transaction? Be like, a financial no, and transaction? I'll be like, I'm, I'm good. How are you doing? Like just the normal, t- you catch the ball and you toss it back. Yeah, but or they're just saying it because they just, they have to say it. They have to say something. They don't really care. If it's an anonymous person, I mean, sure, they want you to be, you know, comfortable. But I mean, I doubt somebody wants like an entire life story of of what's going on. You know what the worst is? I've been with Greg at the drive through uh, for Dutch Brothers. Yeah. Greg is the most uncomfortable. That is the worst. Like it is. That is also like a small talk nightmare for me in the opposite way. Because like if, if like we're going somewhere and he's like, pick me up and we're driving. And- Dutch Brothers, for anybody who doesn't know, Dutch Brothers is a coffee place here. St- uh, chock full of like. Very peppy young people who I think are trained Very to peppy. just like never stop talking. No, they're like a cult. They are. Um, yeah. And they're super sweet, but they, they are, are very like, nice. <clears throat> but you know what you're getting into when you go to Dutch Brothers because you can't just sit there. Yes, you can. 
but Greg can. I can. It is so fucking awkward. Oh, no, I'm not a small talker. No, because I'll sit and they'll be like, so what are you guys up to today? And Greg's like, oh, nothing. And then the person will just sit there and they're like hanging out the window with their mask on. I'm just like. Uh, see, I look at it the other way. Like these people have to have to carry that on. It's a tough job. You have to like interact with people all day. Maybe they want a break like and not and just don't want to talk for like 30 seconds and just like sell a coffee. Maybe they don't or maybe they're thinking like what the hell is wrong with me? How come this guy doesn't want to engage with me? I thought that, you know, I had a sparkly lovely personality and now he's just being mean. Well, maybe they're not all in their head quite as much as, <laughs> as you would be. Maybe they're like, cool, this guy got a coffee. Next one. I mean, they're dealing with like hundreds of people all day. Maybe that brief that brief period where they just don't have to do that? No, Maybe that's like one of the highlights of their day. It makes it even more stressful because when you don't answer, every time they ask more and more questions because you're giving like one word answers. So it actually makes it worse when instead you could just be answering a, a lengthier... You mean I could instead I could be over-talking and just like over-talking Yeah, because them. then you end up having them ask like 15 questions as opposed to like, it could be just three. That's not how that works. They'll stop asking at a certain point. Well, what will happen is if I'm in the passenger seat, I will lean over Greg and I will just start talking because it's so uncomfortable. Because it seems like he's, I don't, I know that you don't think that you're being rude, but it seems very rude. I don't think it's rude at all. Well, this is a good question for Rick Emerson <laughs> okay. that I think we should address. Yeah, because I don't him. think he's a small talker either. Well, I definitely I, know he's not a well, small talker. Well, I need oh, to find out though. Well, yeah, let's, let's, uh, let's have him on to talk about it. Okay. Um, all right, here. Because he just got his haircut too. That's true. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, we're going to pause here for a minute. We're going to bring on Rick Emerson right back with more Fun Employment Radio. Dug up. Is this your slate? Is this when you snap? Is that your slating the scene or something? It, so you can see yeah. it on the audio wave? It just spikes the audio so that way. Yeah. Yeah, so that way when I'm going yeah. through so I know where to edit. <laughs> you know where the edit point is? Awesome. Good for you. I know. <clears throat> well, maybe I'll just leave it in so that people can hear the edit point. So Welcome now, Rick about. Emerson. Hello. <laughs> Hello. Hello, Mr. Emerson. It feels weird talking to you on a Friday because now it feels like Monday, now that I'm looking at it. Oh, you. wait. I forgot to do the apocalypse. It's Friday, July 31st, 2020, in the year of our apocalypse. There we go. Is tomorrow fucking August? Mm-hmm. What is happening? Yeah. That's where we're at now. What is happening? I'm not really, like, like I'm not really into summer most of the time, the way that most people are. Like, I'm not, <laughs> you know, like, I don't, I don't do most summer things. Like, I don't go sailing or sun tanning or whatever and it's like and I'm i not love really, that's how your many list people go of summer sailing. things <laughs> i mean whatever see I, that's how little i do I summer things i don't even know what it consists of like i don't even know what summer activities are for most people you know in normal years tell me more so, summer things that you think people do <laughs> well you know riding a gondola going to a gazebo um <laughs> I don't know, pulling taffy somewhere, maybe get out of the chalet. I, I yeah, I have no. So, uh, so I'm not one of those people that's like, oh, summer's almost over or whatever. Like I don't. But this year, I kind of am for some reason. Yeah, I think it's because I, I don't even know why. I guess it's just. Uh, I think it's. I think it's because. I mean, this sounds ridiculous. Uh, do you ever like as you get older, you find yourself like doing or enjoying things? that not only did you not think you would enjoy, but that like you used to actively like loathe or you're just like, fuck that. When I grow up, I'm never doing that. And then like, now you do that and you're like, I kind of enjoy it. I um, want to know what you are referring to. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, it's, it's just so like my mom is, is it still is, but you know, especially when I was growing up, we had this giant yard and a garden because we lived in this sort of suburb. And, and so my mom was like very, you know, she had like all of these vegetables and you know, with, like all these flowers and a huge lawn and whatever. And she enjoyed doing that, but of course it was too much for one person. And you, you know, if you're 
you know, that's one reason, you know, if you're Catholic, especially you got lots of kids. And so it's like, hey, come on, what are you, do what are you doing today? Wrong answer, you're pulling potatoes. And so you're like, fuck, fine, whatever. Um, and when I was growing up, you know, I would swear, you know, I was just like, when I grow up, I'm never doing yard work. I'm never gonna mow a lawn. I'm never gonna, you know, like to hell with that. I'm just gonna go to the store and buy everything pre-shredded in a bag, you know? <laughs> and, but now it's like, I find now like every year for the past several years, I literally do this thing where I look at the garden and I find myself wistfully going, I can't wait for my bulbs to sprout or whatever. Like I just, <laughs> who are you? That's right. crazy. It's, thing. it's sort of crazy. Um, I mean, I'm not like, I mean, to be fair, it's not like I'm suddenly gardener guy or whatever, but I've got, but I've kind of got this yard and it's like, if I don't grow something, then it will just look like the lot of Sanford and Son. It'll just be a <laughs> vacant lot. And so, you know, and so if I'm going to do something, I try to do it well. And so I've got this garden kind of going. And every year I get all excited about my dahlias coming up. And then even saying this out loud, it's just like, I don't even know who I am. That's amazing. And next time somebody asks, what's Rick Emerson been up to? He's like, he's waiting yeah. for his bulbs his to bulbs sprout. bulbs to sprout. That's what farming <laughs> dahlias. Uh, no, that's funny because when I uh, was younger and my dad would always make my sister and I um, lay down the like bark dust. And right. I fucking hated that and like laying that down in the yard then when greg was doing um like redoing his backyard well that and, was like, a definitely a quarantine thing that I'm was like a... well time for some projects like, it was kind of fun it was almost relaxing and that's the exact same thing and like we put down like some pavers for a walkway thing and i was like down on the ground right. dirty digging these things out like making sure they were completely flushed and i i loved it and i had no idea that i would like to do something like that well because i mean cause the thing about it is i mean and maybe it's that um I don't know, maybe it's partially the result of spending most of my life in jobs that where you never know when you're done. And also you never know when you're doing a good job. Like you never know, even in radio, like when you got good ratings, like you're always like, well, they should be higher, you know, or whatever. Yes. Or like, uh, you know, or the, people are listening to this song, but they should be listening longer than that. Or we got this many people to an event. Oh, why didn't we get, you know, twice that or whatever, yep. you know, or if you're writing a yeah. book or something, you're just like, how many fucking edits of this fucking chapter do I have to fucking do before it's fucking done? <laughs> Theoretically speaking. I, I feel like you have no experience with that. <laughs> fucking. And you're, you're just like, how many passes do I have to do before this is good enough? You know, like you never know. There's no, and I know this is like the total, like totally like a, I don't know, like a first world problem or whatever. But so we're all gonna have to be okay with my first world problems. But it's like, you just never know when you're done with a yeah. garden, like, or, you know, or if you have like, you know, some very like, kind of binary sort of job where it's like, here, it's not done. I do this thing, it's done. Mm -hmm. And like with the garden, if it's growing and getting bigger and blooming, you're doing it well. If it's dead, you, you failed, like try again. And so it's very, like, you know, when you've accomplished something and it's, I think there's like a real, I mean, this sounds, I'm sure that like, this is stuff that everybody else learns when they're like nine or whatever, or that like, I, I guess this is something that maybe you go and you like live in a monastery with Leonard Cohen for a decade and then you learn this at the end or something, but it's like that, I, anyway, so I think that's the thing with gardening. And also it's like, it's hard, but it's simple. Yeah. Mm. Like there's no figuring anything out most of the time. It's like, I got a hole, uh, you know, that's this big, but it needs to be this big, I'll dig more, you know? And it's like, it's pretty, like you don't have to figure anything out. It's very just like one step at a time, so. That's really true, like when you compare it to a radio career, because we, we have had in our careers absolutely zero percent stability and i mean other right. people you know they like because when it comes to an end yeah we never know even with the with yep. high ratings doesn't matter doesn't matter fucking yeah fired yeah and you never know what you did wrong yep yeah because you never because nobody thing. will ever talk to you again <laughs> yeah <laughs> it's, really it's like and also it's just like well weren't we doing you know because even if you're doing a good job 
the radio, I mean, they could change format. The radio station could get sold. They could, whatever. It doesn't, you know, and it's like- Somebody for, just like doesn't a, like it. Have, yeah. yeah, exactly. Like some guy with a, you know, some somebody with a whim is just like, no, nope, get rid of him. And it's like, you just have no notion. And so anyway, so as, as I've gotten to be, as I've gotten older, it's wrong to say that I enjoy gardening as such. Like if I didn't have a yard, I wouldn't go seek one out to do it. Like I wouldn't try to like, I've this place just gotta have a yard. Mm. But since it's here, it's like, I, and again, I, I'm kind of incapable of doing anything halfway. And so I'm like doing this whole thing with the garden. Anyway, I don't even know what I was talking about. But this, so that, so the, the summertime, that, that's actually, that's actually one of these things where I'm like, well, summer's going to be over soon. And then it's like, then, then the flat, now it turns poetic. Then the flowers will die and turn to ash <laughs> as our dreams have turned to so much ash. Well, and, you can you know, just see the flowers in Greg's backyard because they're already dead. They're not all dead. No. They're not all dead. <laughs> They're getting there, though. That is that is 100% true. Rick, I do need to know for my full visual inside of my head, please to be telling me, do you have a gardening hat? Uh, no, a, a gardening hat. You know, I mean, like, like one of the, the wide-brimmed like ones. Like, I feel like you... <laughs> I feel like, is that with a trowel? And yeah, like... with a trowel and, like, some, you know, flower gloves and a fucking, like... One of those giant... that's like a sombrero almost or yes. something? No, I feel like I need to get one, though. Yes, <laughs> no, go to, like, the garden department. Uh, the Emerson guy is back out there in his garden again. <laughs> I uh, I have gardening gloves, uh, so there's that, um, you know. So uh, I have gardening gloves, and I have, like, a little trowel like weed remover thing mm -hmm. that's kind of the extent of my like there's only so much i'm really gonna put in. i'm impressed that is not what i was picturing coming out of your mouth today that you No, i mean it's you know awesome. it's just that's just one of those things and it's you know and and the, you know and the flowers and i you know and I, and the flowers are pretty so mm -hmm. you know, I'm to do, so well you do have a very pretty yard even though nobody else knows what it looks like but i think it's very pretty. that's right <laughs> yes. well something else we want to ask you about rick and this was before before you came on because I want to know your stance on this because Sarah and I have differing opinions on how to handle this because she's going to get her haircut today for like the first time in oh, two tomorrow. years or tomorrow. Yeah. And you just got yours recently. I just got mine. And for me, when I go in there and I'm getting it, getting it cut, I don't really like the small talk that comes along with it where they have to be like, how are you doing? What's your day? What are you up to? What do you like? What movies do you watch? What's your favorite color? What's your favorite band? <laughs> like, you know, the, the, the banter. Oh, you're, you're enjoying the sunshine today? Oh, yes. Stop. That. Yeah. Exactly that. See, for me, I'm just, I give like really short answers. I don't try to be rude, but I give kind of short answers to just like trail it off to where they run out of things to talk about it and then it's just quiet and they cut my hair. Yeah, because Greg does this thing um, where right. he stops talking and it's super uncomfortable. I don't stop talking. It's not like I just don't answer. He'll blurt like three words. He'll be like, I feel good. It is nice. <laughs> yeah. And then just stop. The bare minimum to not be rude. Yeah. Well, it's because tomorrow for like my friend, it's my friend Lisa who's cutting my hair, which, you know, mm -hmm. I have no problem small talk either, but it's just like, even with people I care about, even with my family sometimes or with close friends, like, one-on-one -on -one conversations, sitting and making small talk just is very uncomfortable for me. Yeah, but right. you like the small talk. Like, you keep on talking. No, I you don't, don't do like the opposite. it. I do. No, it's not because I like it. But I'm saying you do the opposite of what I do, though. That's true, because you, like, put it... I feel like an awkward silence is worse than too much talking. Well, so, yeah, you don't like the small talk, but you can, like, method act your way through it because otherwise... Because the alternative is, like, you don't want to seem rude or for there to be this awkward <laughs> pause where, like, you're supposed to be saying something. Yeah, so she'll, like, over-talk. And we used it as an example. Like, have you ever gone through the Dutch Brothers drive-through? Yes, which is I'll, I have an anecdote about that that I'll share later. But Please yes, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, because we were talking because like you know I'll talk back to the to the Dutch Brothers folks and just be like oh la la la. Greg will give like the one word answers like how's your day going fine, 
<laughs> and it's so uncomfortable. I mean, there's that's for that place in particular. I mean, I was saying this earlier. It feels like a cult when you're going there because they nobody should be that perky. Perky, and they are. They're very nice. Like nobody's nobody's ever rude. They're always like they're dancing in there, and there's always music going. Like always I swear they're all on drugs or something. But yeah, it's okay. So it's not just me because I went through a Dutch Brothers thing about back, and literally it was like there was some weird. It was like a reality show was happening inside or something. Oh, yeah. Yes, it was like some sort of. It was like a yeah, and they were like, and there was like gyrating, and then two people were sort of like doing a weird animated conversation, and I swear to God, I think somebody was like filming it. I was like, what is happening? No, and they're yeah. like hanging out the window. Yeah. They're like, hey, girl, so did you have the large iced coffee with cream and three equals? I'm like, no, yes. it's like an episode of Jersey Shore every time you go in there. Like, and then when they call me girl, an I'm like, reference. I'm almost forty. <laughs> it's all right. We don't have to be best friends. Like, it's uh, fine. No, so I, okay, so I'm totally with you on this, especially if it feels, I mean, I'm not trying to, like, so this is not necessarily the same thing. Hold on a second. Can you just, let's, wait, it's this time again. Stop licking your paws, for the love of God. <laughs> oh, my God. Stop it's it. like, I mean, it's like he's, I, you know, people always, I know people, like, always talk about their dogs like they're people or whatever, but it's, it really is like he's got some compulsive washing his hands a thousand times a day thing that whenever anything is sort of making him nervous, he's just, sorry, got to wash my paws. Hold I, on. I wonder where he would get any compulsive behavior, Rick. Why don't you shut it? How about that? <laughs> That's what I wonder. Um, By the way, just really quick. Um, I know a lot of people can't see this, but as a side note, what kind of are, you're sitting on a giant chair. Is that like a love seat? No, it's like a small sofa. Oh, OK. Um, uh, so I because in my office, the lighting gets a little a little sketchy sometimes mm. and uh, whatever. And so out here it's got like, this is the most well lit. Cause my, my place doesn't have any, there are no large blank walls in my place at all. There's like one and that's it. And even this has got like a framed thing that I'm not gonna bother to take down, but it's mm. like, a, I try to do like self tape auditions sometimes. And the hardest part literally is that there's like no wall to stand against because it, the house, all the walls are kind of short or have windows or whatever in them. So yeah. this is like the only expanse of unbroken wall literally in the entire house. Well, it's just and such so a perfect that. space because it's perfect for you and the two dogs. Yes. yes. No, it's, it actually <laughs> works pretty well. It's like a framing framing device. I uh, Anyway, I just, yeah, I'm not trying to like equate, the, you know, the Dutch Brothers folks to this and, and or even impugn this or whatever. But it's like the Dutch Brothers thing is sort of like those bikini coffee places. <laughs> which bikini baristas. I got nothing against the bikini baristas. Again, everybody's got to have a job, whatever. They like, you know, they they don't mind doing it. Good for them. Like, fine. I have no, I have no issue with that. If everybody's like, you know, on board and doing it, you know, of their own. Like, if it's not some dickhead boss, like forcing them to do it, like yeah. whatever. I don't care. Right. But, but here's the other, but the thing about the bikini barista thing is like, and it's, and it's not like I'm a prude. Like, I have no issue looking at the woman in the bikini or whatever. But, like, you don't have to pretend that, you're, that you really like me. Like, right? Like, you don't have to. Like, that cheapens it, actually. It's like, you know, the stripper doesn't have to pretend that she really thinks I'm hot. Like, How's your day going, just, sugar? Yeah. Right. Sugar? I don't know. <laughs> right. I just don't. That's my thing. It's like, I don't. In fact, it's like, it's actually way easier. Like, I, like I'm not really a strip club guy, but I, but I mean. It actually makes it impossible to enjoy anything about that experience if there's like this facade of like, I think the stripper really likes me. She told me her real name. It's like, I don't know. No, no. Stop. I've heard that verbatim from people I know say that. I'm yeah. like, no, yeah. no, no. And like even at 18, I figured out, I was like, that's probably not a real name. Also, don't be, don't be a mark. You know, like don't be, <laughs> yeah. what are you doing? So, so that's, so it, I mean, they're all kind of facets of the same thing, which is like this like artificial forced familiarity that you then feel compelled 
And it's like, both of you know it's bullshit. Like no matter what the, the business is, yeah. they're pretending to like you, you're pretending to like them. It's not that you dislike them, but you're not like, you don't go back. You're like, you're not like college friends that are reuniting after whatever. Right. Like we don't, you know, I come here like every three months for like nine minutes, you know, we don't need to. And so, but so my thing, this is totally turning into like some like elongated three person Woody Allen sketch where it's just like, and then I just don't know what to do. And then I just, but I, so, so my thing, and now that I say this out loud, it makes me sound, um, see, I don't know what's worse. It's like, is it, is it worse to come up with some strange way to get around that problem? Or is it worse to go along with it and like method act my way through normal interaction? Cause that by the way, makes me sound like a sociopath. <laughs> so what you're like mimicking human emotion. I picture what a normal person would say in a conversation and I act like that guy. They usually <laughs> yeah. buy it. Oh, it's like, really? that sounds creepy, right? Mother. That sounds so, super yeah. creepy. <laughs> so here's what I do. So when I go to get my hair cut and, you know, whatever, I don't, I guess if they hear this, that's fine. But here's what I do when I go to get my hair cut. I do tell a white lie, which I think is, it's oh. for the greater good though. I sit in the chair and usually, and I, I won't do this like if I've, if that person has cut my hair real recently, because I don't, I don't want them to, you know, like I don't, I don't want them to like realize I'm lying to them and feel bad or whatever. But especially if it's somebody that maybe I haven't seen before or whatever, I'll actually just say something like, I have a couple of variations on this. So it's like, I sit down and they put the thing around me and I'll usually just say preemptively, I'll go like, uh, like here's this, they're all variations on the same sort of white lie. I'll say like, uh, so, um, yeah, so I was like up real late last night and I didn't get much sleep. And so like, I'm, kind of so if i just like zone out and like don't say anything i'm not being rude i'm just sort of tired and that <laughs> that totally cover and it's you know the thing is it's true about half the time these days so yeah um or you know i'll say like you know uh i was i was up late last night uh, you know, I clearly please say please say losing your voice please say losing your voice i was gonna say yeah you would totally know this was true but like back when we all went to parties i would say like oh i was over to a friend's party last night so my voice is kind of i'm just saving my voice so i'm not if i don't talk too much that's don't be offended and I feel like that's an acceptable lie because then I'm not having to fake interest. They're not having to expend energy time because I'm just another fucking customer. Right. Right. Like they're just, you know, it's a job. They don't just like me maybe, but they like, they can't possibly like everybody that they have a conversation with. No. And nor do they so care. Saves, right. It saves <laughs> energy. It's not like they're going to be like, I'm never cutting that guy's hair again. He wouldn't speak with me. Like it's, uh, and you know, it's a greater good white lie, I think. So that's, that's what I do, uh, Greg. I just say, you know, <laughs> I just say like, you know, and that way they don't think it's them. They don't think that I'm like being taciturn because of their, because of something they did. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. I can kind of see that. But then what if you're going back to the same person? You know, Greg, every you can few say months. that you're a performer and like you have a, you have a show later mm-hmm. on the night. You need to save your voice. Oh no, that's going Good to ask, one. that's yeah. going to listen more questions. That's more questions that, so, that'll come. That works. So Brian Cranston, this is actually like a thing he does when, uh, when he does stage plays, he actually has this little like uh, flip booklet that he carries with him in public. And cause his, the thing is with him, if he's doing a play, he talks, Every other day, he goes a day without talking. Or in other words, like, so he'll do a play on Monday, then Tuesday, he doesn't talk. Wednesday, mm. he does a performance, Thursday. But he carries a little flip book that has pre-recorded responses. I think this would seem weird if, like, somebody who wasn't Brian Cranston did it. <laughs> but one of them says, like, doing a stage play, doctor says to rest my voice today. Thanks for, you know, you know, whatever. And one of, another one's like, you know, sure, I'd love to autograph, you know, something for you or whatever mm-hmm. it is, you know. And so, but I think a variation on, because it's, it's, here's the thing is that that's not, I mean, it's in the spirit of being true. You yeah. are a performer. You got to save your voice. True. So I feel like that's an acceptable sort of blurring of the truth there. Yeah. Yeah. 
Because I think it's better than, you know, try to blur the truth instead of like, <clears throat> yeah, fine. Okay. <laughs> it's, it's not quite that <laughs> short. Because then, then I think that's the thing I think that they notice and that then they'll like later in the day fixate on about like, why that guy just, I mean, I don't know. Maybe it's a, uh, maybe he just doesn't, you know, like me or something. I just wasn't, did I do something wrong? I just, I don't know. I think I might have offended him somehow. I just, it's a weird, you know, then it's, then you're giving them problems for later in the day, which, you know. Oh, well, now I'm going to be thinking about that. Did I give, because we were talking about the Dutch brothers going back to that one, because <clears throat> I'll, I'll, I'll usually give like fairly short answers, not rude, but I'll just, you know, quickly answer the question. And then, so they'll, they'll run out of things to ask. And then we just have a, you know, An slightly silent silence, interaction. Like as they're just sitting there like staring. But, but I was supposed but I, to be talking No, to but I was looking at it this way. Like what if they have to talk to people all day long and I, they always have to be chipper and peppy or whatever they're on, you know, makes them that way. And maybe <laughs> whatever they, they're on. I don't know. They seem like they're on something. Don't they seem like they're on something? I mean, I don't know. Happiness. <laughs> I don't know. If, well, God. Maybe youth? they enjoy youth. interacting with other human beings. <laughs> I know, <right? laughs> like that's what gets them off. Like they're well, interacting. It's weird with though. People. Like I don't want to get um, anybody in trouble. But I mean, they're no. All, but I'm. Oh, think, yeah. I think that maybe you know I'm giving them a break. Maybe I'm the customer. They're gonna remember. Like oh, thank God, I didn't have to chat with another random. You're the one person. that they'll remember because they'll be like, why wouldn't he talk to me? <laughs> what, what did I do that was so wrong? I, oh. I mean, well, I, I, I will say that the good news about all of this is that at least I know now definitively that it, it's not just me. There's at least three of us who struggle with this issue. So it's, you know, yeah. I'm, I, but, so I got to say just totally unrelated to this. <clears throat> so I get the weirdest thing. Like I'm not, like I'm not one of those, like I think that we're going to have a generation eventually of people who just for one reason or another are just constantly filming everything they do everywhere. And I don't mean colloquially, I mean, literally, I mean, I think we're not too far away, no. understandably, yeah. from citizens just wearing body cams everywhere they go. Because, like, you never know when there's, like, shit that's going to happen that somebody will later, you know, that you'll need to have proof for. Yeah. Because, like, you know, it's going to be, you know, you're going to, you know, I think that's, as I think we've seen, that's going to be, you know, there's a lot of things that probably we would not know about had they not ended up on film. So I think that, uh, anyways, I, but I've thought, like, recently about, like, oh, that... What, what is happening? What are you doing? All right. It's, everything's fine. I think there's a housefly menacing one of my dogs. Oh, um, no. <laughs> uh, so anyway, but I had this moment of like a few weeks ago where I was like, I totally should have been taping that. And so I was like at a Dutch Brothers drive-thru and I just wanted coffee. Like just, that's all I wanted. And because it was like reaching that point where I could feel the caffeine gauge getting down to, you know, zero and whatever. And so I'm like, oh, okay, I better, this is just, I'll go to the drive-thru. So I'm <clears throat> sitting at the drive-thru and the woman, she's like, hi, you know, welcome to Dutch Brothers. What can I, you know, welcome to Dutch Brothers. What can I, what can I get for you? And I said, uh, uh, you know, I just, uh, I just like a, uh, like a, a large, large coffee, uh, large house coffee with, with, with cream, you know, cream. If you have it, just large house coffee. That's, that's for me. She goes, and she said, okay. Um, so what, what kind of coffee? And I said, well, just a house coffee. It doesn't have to be flavored or whatever. Just if you have cream, I'll take that. But otherwise just coffee. And there's like this long pause and this is on the thing. So she's like, um, okay, hold on. And then there's like, and then like 30 seconds goes by and she comes back and she says, um, so what do, what do you mean just coffee? And I said, <laughs> I said, well, you know, like, you know, just, just a regular, like you don't have to, it doesn't have to be flavored or doesn't be like a macchiato or something, just a, just house coffee and just put it in the cup and I'll be on my way. And, she, and then just like another long pause. She goes, okay, I don't, um. I mean, you want like an espresso? And I was like, no, I just, <laughs> coffee, just in a cup. 
it just just that's all that's all it's got to be and it's like in my head i'm thinking is this like a am i is this like a skit somehow like have i fallen into a dennis leary routine it was just so weird and so i so anyway then i get up to the the window and there's like three cars ahead of me so there's like a good four minutes that passes or something i finally get up to the window and this woman appears at the window and she's got this like really sweet really confused look on her face and she says um okay so i i don't can you t- what, tell me what it is you want exactly? <laughs> I was like, I, ju- I just want, I just would like a cup of coffee. I, that's all. I, and I was like really trying to like, it's not even that I was getting angry. It was like, what else, how, I can't reduce this any further. Like what, I, I can't, how much simpler coffee you give me, I drink happy. You know, it's, that's one of those things that probably starts to confuse you as you're thinking, you're like, did I say something wrong? Am right. I speaking right. English? Like, Am I an idiot? is this yeah. making like, sense? Right. Yeah. Have I had a stroke there, and I, you know, and I'm speaking not a thing. Yeah. Like, <laughs> am, and it's like, am I, am I in my head thinking that I'm saying I'd like a large coffee, but really when I open my mouth, what comes out is like motor oil rutabaga Wednesday. <laughs> it's like, you know, I, huh? I, and so, so anyway, then she's like, um, okay coffee and so then i see this this is why this is when i wish i'd been taping it then i look over and so it's like now you're me in the car and it's like i'm watching and then i see her and she goes over to like the the far side where like all the machines or whatever and she starts talking to these other two people and she's like stop 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 and then she's pointing at me coffee stop and they're like shrugging and then and then she finally, and at this point, I was just like, fuck it, I'm leaving. Like, I just, I can't, this is too, I can't, I'm having a breakdown of some kind, obviously. <laughs> so then she comes back to the window, and she's finally, she's got like a large coffee cup, you know, with, with a lid on it. And I was like, success. Like, somebody clued her into what, what coffee was or whatever. Like, I just don't, you know, hooray. So she hands me this coffee, and it's a large coffee cup with a, you know, with a, a, a cap on it, with a, uh, like a lid. And I, she hands it to me, but it feels like kind of light. Not empty, but light. And I'm like, that's weird. And so like, she hands it to me and I take the lid off and I look inside and it's this large, like a 20 ounce coffee cup, but they've just put like like an inch and a half of espresso syrup at the bottom. <laughs> <laughs> what? That's all. And I finally, and, 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 I, she, and I finally just, you know, and it was like, she's like, um, that'll be um, 290, I guess. And I was like, okay. And I just like gave her the money and left. <laughs> like I don't, it's, it was so... And I spent the rest of the night trying to figure out how you could work in a place that has coffee in its name and be confused about what I wanted when I said that it, I mean, it almost sounds like this story is made up because it yeah. seems impossible, but yeah. I swear to God, it happened exactly as I'm describing it. And it's like, I can't have been the first person ever to have arrived there to ask for a cup of coffee. That seems inconceivable. So. Yeah. Um, and so, you know, it's like, what, I, I have no explanation to this day. I have no explanation, but that happened to me. And I, I wish that I had filmed it because I feel like, I feel like that's the thing that would have gone viral somehow. That seems amazing. Right. Oh yeah. Yeah. Those are the conversations too, that do make me feel like panic for a second. So I'm like, wait, that is exactly the thing. Like I'm just asking for a normal thing, right? That's, that's what you do. You get coffee. Yeah. I don't like that. Yeah. There's a, uh, that's the kind of stuff that keeps me awake at night. Just, as a quick side note, there's uh, back in the 80s, they've done a whole bunch of reboots of The Twilight Zone over the years, but they did this reboot of The Twilight Zone that lasted for like, I don't know, three years or something back in the 80s. Um, and it was yeah, it was sort of a mixed bag. Some of it was good, some of it wasn't. But but um, 
there was this one episode of this revamped of this 1980s Twilight Zone that was, uh, uh, I don't know if it was based on a story, but it wasn't a remake of an old episode. It was like an original episode of the show. And it was the only one I really remember. And it scared the piss out of me and still does. I, I keep meaning to find it again. And then it's like, I don't, because I think part of my brain doesn't want to watch it again. And it starred this guy, this comedian, um, Robert Klein. And I mean, I'm not giving anything away here, but the but the the, the gist of it is, is that, He's a guy who's slowly losing the sense of what words mean. And so it starts oh, off really I don't simple. like that. Yeah, First, yeah, just that description. I don't like that. He's like at the office and a guy's like, hey, a uh, bunch of us are going to go out for uh, for dinosaur later. Do you want to come? And he's like, what do you mean dinosaur? And he's like, yeah, you know, me, Jerry, uh, Bob, Terry, we're all going to go get uh, dinosaur. And he's like, what is this? The kids say dinosaur now instead of a hamburger. And that no, persists I for already, like a week. This is making me super yeah. uncomfortable. And then the, it's like one going. word. It's so like one word at a time the meaning just changes like without you know with with no warning so like then a dog i said wednesday earlier because they like later a dog you know woman's like the wednesday just went on the carpet and it's like it's it's and i was watching that as a kid and now as an adult it seems clearly like an alzheimer's metaphor like an allegory which i didn't realize then yeah. scared the fuck out of me no that's terrifying so, Anyway, so maybe at Dutch Brothers, I was just going, maybe I was just asking for a cup of dinosaur and nobody wanted to tell me. I, oh, my I know. God. That along with, what was it? It wasn't Tales from the Crypt. What were the ones um, with the creepy guy? Well, Tales creep from the Crypt show? had the, creep show? Tales from the Crypt had the Well, the, the one that always, keeper. yeah, the one that always stuck with me was um, the one that kind of reminds me of this along the same lines of the person who was like frozen in their body while they were doing the autopsy on them. Oh, and yeah. And they couldn't scream. I, that freaks me out. I feel like that was a Twilight Zone episode. Okay, could that's be what wrong. I thought too. Because that's like it was that. Um, it was the Twilight. I think it was a Twilight Zone episode where basically this person, everyone thinks that they're dead, but they're just trapped inside of their body and they can't move or blink or talk. And then they're like oh, getting cut they can open. Feel on, and hear everything. And they can feel and hear everything, and they're getting like um, their autopsy performed while they're still well, like in their body. I would recommend then maybe not reading that Stephen King short story I recommended last week. So that's kind of what I was assuming. I'm like, oh, I don't, I don't yeah. need that. I don't need Stephen King describing what already scares me in an even yeah. worse way. No, that's a real horrifying one. Yeah, that's. Yeah, I, I was it. not. I was. Well, you know, they. I, I don't know if this is an urban legend or not. Actually, I was about to say, you know, they used to, but I now I maybe it's bullshit. But I, apparently, according to what I have always heard, they used to do this thing of putting. Um, people could buy like a. Uh, uh, um, like a like a weird string and a bell and thing a bell. That, like, yeah. in a coffin, so like they couldn't bury you alive because mm-hmm. that's a that's a weird. I don't know how we got onto the subject from Dutch Brothers. Sorry, <laughs> Dutch Brothers. Yeah. Well, it's all right. When Greg insinuated that they're, they're all doing crack in there, I think that was the real high crack point. and a pole. Yeah. So <laughs> it's just, you know. I don't think we're getting that sponsorship dollars there. <laughs> it's no. I I say it's okay to go with a white lie if you're getting your hair cut and you don't feel like you want to have a lot of you know because right now especially yeah. nobody's gonna quibble if you're just like i'm really kind of tired and feeling sort of out of it and just a little stressed so i'm gonna kind of zone out if you don't mind i think they'd appreciate that honesty actually yeah so sarah though is that something you could do is that I, something you're capable like I, i'm not capable? too nervous about tomorrow but i mean in small talk in general i think that's i think i need to learn how to maybe not be as like forthcoming and like talk so much maybe just take it take it back a notch a little but i am super excited to get a haircut rick i haven't had a haircut in like over two years 
So I am excited to get like half of this stuff Are you off. like trimming your hair yourself at home or something? I do my bangs. But yeah, the rest of it, I mean, I just have a shit ton of hair. Now it's like all the same length. I mean, I I look like a crazy person when it's all down because it's all like different colors and <laughs> different lengths. Well, I mean, how do I put this? Um, <laughs> I think maybe uh, you've laid the appropriate context to where that's not going to look as crazy as maybe it would on like, you know, just like a dental hygienist or somebody. Yeah. Um, <laughs> in other words, you know, you, you've often, you've long had an unconventional, you know, sort of approach to your, uh, to your, you have a very specific personal aesthetic. That's what I'm saying. There it is. <laughs> you have, no, I mean, you had, your hair was like nine different colors when I met you. So it's like, whatever. That's I'm just true. saying like, it's also, here's the thing. You get mad points for being able to do your own bangs. If you can do that, that's like pulling the sword from the stone. That's I think I think most women, that's the one thing they'd be like, I can do anything, but I'm not cutting my bangs because I'll fuck it up. See, and I never and have anybody no else cut my bangs. Yeah. Yeah. That's impressive. Even even as a guy, even I know that. That's impressive. I don't think most women are that brave. Have you are you ever worried you're gonna slip? Oh no, I, I do, and then I just make them shorter and then they grow back in a week. So it's oh, fine. okay. <laughs> it's just, yeah. I think if you hold most women I think most women are like, I can't do that because then if I fuck it up, then it's like the only way to fix it is to make it shorter. And it's like, you only get two, two mistakes and then you're hosed. Like it's, cause then it's, then there's no more cutting. I've totally fucked them up in the past where like my bang line, you know, it's like, you know, it's lower down, but it would move like further back when I would mess it up. Cause you'd have to put more hair forward in order to like fix the too short of bangs. I've had to do that before. <laughs> I, uh, when I was first uh, like cutting my own hair, like at home for a while, I did this thing where I, um I was like cutting my sideburns and I, I don't know. It was like I angled wrong because it's like, you know, and then, you know, and the weird thing, because it's like human beings have existed way longer than mirrors. So our brains still haven't figured out how to like use a mirror to, to target anything. And so you're just like, because even now it's like, I mean, I'm nearly 50 and it's like the whole like, okay, so why did you just right, say that's then, not possible? Stop. It doesn't seem possible. It doesn't and yet somehow, seem possible. I know it's, it's, I try and, you know, it's, know I'm, I'm not almost, like one of those. Dude, I'm going to be 40 like, in like three months, Rick. I don't like, I'm not one of those guys who's like, oh, I just, I just you know, another birthday closer to the grave or whatever, but it just seems weird. It's not even bad. It's just strange. Yeah. But I, even now it's like, after like five decades of using mirrors, I'm still like, wait, up is back and left is, no, how do I, <laughs> you know, and I can't, so I like cut this huge chunk, like, so it was like normal sideburns. And then there was like this big patch that was missing in the middle where it was just like no hair at all. And I'm not even really leaving the house, but then it's like, a, how do I brush my sideburns around as sort of, do I have like a, do I have mascara that I can just paint right. this on? With you know what you're in. doing. I was just going to say, take a mascara wand. That was smart. Yeah, I, that's, that's what I did. Put some filler in there. Uh, <laughs> Jesus. Well, do you have any big plans this weekend? I have, uh, well, other than gardening and yeah. Getting a new sun some, hat. <laughs> a nice, nice bowl of cream of wheat. And yeah, that's it. I uh, no, I have no... Uh, I have no because today's what Friday. I think it's yes. Friday. I don't know. No, I uh, I'm trying to finally get like I'm taking. I this sounds ridiculous. I'm trying to force myself to watch more television just because uh, I a I don't know. I've got a television, so I might as well watch it. Also, because yeah. uh, I sort of like tried to cut back on my television usage, but then it just like I just stopped watching it altogether somehow because that was how my brain decided to handle it. So I'm getting behind, and also, you know, I do. I do kind of get a little uh, uh, locked inside my own head sometimes, mm -hmm. um, you know, especially now, as I think a lot of people are. And it's good to just sort of like force your brain to just sort of like take a breath or whatever, just to relax and think about something else. So I'm trying to watch a little more TV. Um, so I'm watching that uh, uh, that miniseries or whatever we call it now, the series on HBO, the I'll Be Gone in the Dark, which is the Michelle McNamara. She's the woman who wrote, she was Patton Oswalt's wife. She wrote the book. Yeah, I haven't seen it. Yeah. 
it's really good. The, the finale airs this weekend. So there's that. And then um, uh, I keep meaning to watch this show. It's, uh, it's, the, the, it's from David Simon, the guy who did The Wire, but it's an adaptation of this book called The Plot Against America. It's, I'm sure, in the millionth person to make this horrible, <laughs> ironic joke. It takes place in this crazy alternate timeline where a, you know, a tyrannical you know, nutcase has taken over the country and America's what? slowly turning into a police state. It's like science fiction. Wah, wah, wah. So anyway, it's... So that sounds like some good relaxing TV that you're set up for. Yeah, saying it out loud like that, it doesn't really sound like it's going to relax me all that much. So I don't, what, I, I don't know what, I mean, I guess I could watch the thing, the Rob Schneider movie, which is how it is in my head now with the guy with the baboon heart. Um, <laughs> I don't know what, uh, what else. Heart. I don't know what should I be watching. I don't know, um, uh, Greg. You might you you guys I think, think have a similar. That, yeah, I'm, it's like would. the Babysitters Club, Into the Dark, or In the Dark. I've watched some weird shows. No, the Umbrella fine. Academy's new um, season just came out. What is is that? That's not like related to the Fallout game or whatever, is it? No, no. it's Gerard Way from My Chemical Romance. It's a uh, right. book that it's based on his comic that he wrote when he was uh, working oh. for Dark Horse Comics. I didn't know any of it. See, I'm so. It's I pretty interesting. There and the, the second season just came out, so there are two seasons to watch. Okay, um, I, that seems like the sort of thing he should have eventually done. Even when he was in My Chemical, or apparently My Chem, as people call it, no, um, it it always seemed. I mean, I liked My Chemical Romance a lot, but it always seemed like I was always like, well, this guy's sort of in this hard rock band. But he doesn't really seem like a hard rock guy. It mm. seems he seems more like a theater guy. He seems more like a you know he seems like a musical show tune, big flamboyant sort of you know very like elaborate over the top you know like it, like trying to fit into a hard rock framework always seemed like he was trying to compress everything into this thimble. So I yeah. it, I'm glad that he's doing something that's bigger and kind of more performative. Did you ever watch uh, Stranger Things? That someone was asking us in the chat. I fucking love Stranger Things. Okay, yeah. I was going to say, if you if you haven't watched that, that's what you should watch. That is, I, you know, I and of course, like everybody else, I'm just like, well, what are those kids are going to be like in college or some shit? By yeah. The time they, it's going to be like Harry Potter me. stuff. Or well, like the season's stuff. already filmed, so I think that's, it'll be coming out before it too long. It has to, because the last um, season came out on the day after the 4th of July, I remember. Yeah, but releases are all screwed up all right now. All messed up, yeah, yeah. Um, well, because they, but they didn't even, I heard that, did they even film the fourth season yet? I heard that the filming didn't start. I th- I could be wrong. They put out trailers for it. They put out a trailer. Uh, yeah. But um, did they have they, to stop filming on it? As, as far now, I could be wrong about this. All I know, the last time I checked, they put out a trailer and then they had started filming episode one of this fourth season oh. when things, they were filming in January. And oh, so, so it's screwed. possible that they got a lot filmed in between that and CGI. And, you know, that's, I mean, I think we're oh, almost. Oh, yeah, you're right. It's, where, yeah, it's definitely paused. Nuts. Yeah, it's because, like, I got to say, I you know, I was a huge fan of Breaking Bad, and and if anybody, if anybody out there loved Breaking Bad but has resisted for whatever reason watching Better Call Saul, you're missing out because oh, Better yeah. Call Saul, it's not even a different show. I mean, it, I mean this in the best way. It's essentially just the same show, but it's like earlier seasons you somehow missed, and it's it is. I mean, it's so good that sometimes you watch it and you're just like, yeah, it's one of those shows where occasionally you're just like, I. I can't believe I'm alive and just able to turn on the television and just get this show, which is fucking amazing. <laughs> so good. Um, but so they did five, depending on how you count them, like five seasons of Breaking Bad, and they're going to do basically five seasons of Better Call Saul, and that'll be the end. That'll be then. It'll be this complete done ten season story. So they've only got 
they've done all of it. They've got nine and a half seasons done. They've only got half of a season left and now it's being paused and God knows when they'll be able to, and I'm just like, fuck, I was like, if after nine and a half seasons of this massive, brilliant television saga, if this final half a season of Better Call Saul doesn't happen, some like I just have this nightmare scenario because some of the people on that show are not young anymore, right? And right. and I'm just like fuck. Like I just are they? Gonna, I mean, I just have this nightmare scenario. This is you know some people are nightmare. Some people have a nightmare scenario about like the death of democracy and you know like it's global warming kills us all as we're all in prison camps or something. For me, it's like. They end up having to finish the the Better Call Saul Breaking Bad saga in like claymation or something. <laughs> They'll have to do something. But the thing is, with CGI, they might even be able to like put in somebody if they did pass away and oh. and uh, put them back in oh, there right. somehow. I mean, they're maybe it's getting there. Yeah. I know I, we got to wrap up, but or here pretty soon. But yeah, cause I know, um, yeah, Greg has a Greg has a meeting. I do, but I, you might want to think back your accent there. <laughs> a mating. That a was mating. Like, I don't even know what that was. It was like a, a country, a British country. I don't know. Greg had to leave. There was something he had meeting to do. Apparently. Greg had to go get down uh, a meeting. Yeah. <laughs> Greg. Uh. Well, Rick, thank you. I know it was, uh, you know, it's throwing us all off to have you on a Friday and not a Monday, but we appreciate you taking time to come on. And as always, this is hilarious and probably offensive to, to a lot of people. I, I, you have to let me know like how the uh, how the the haircutting sort of you know small talk you know works out. I'm gonna try Absolutely. out. Well, I'm gonna try out your advice next time I go get a yeah. haircut. No, I I'm I'm gonna feel see like that's, that's a lie for the greater good. <laughs> Thank you, Rick. <laughs> All right, I'll well, have a nice weekend gardening, and we you love well. <laughs> All right, wish the best Bye, for the bulbs. <laughs> Uh, thank you, everybody, for tuning in. Oh, this I is Fun Employment Radio. You are awesome. Um, we, of course, will be... Well, we're not going to be back on Monday. Um, I'm Well, unless Sarah wants to do something, I'm taking the day off. Because that's I got a day off there. Okay, well... I, so I'm going to go to the woods. Okay. Have fun. I, I um, do not think that I will be doing a show by okay. myself at your house when you're in the woods. So, <laughs> so that's, we'll be back that's on, not going to be happening. We'll be back on Tuesday, though. <laughs> um, and, uh, and, yeah, I just appreciate everybody who listens who tunes in and subscribe share the show you're all awesome and thanks for the really nice emails we've been getting to uh, those uh those mean a lot and uh yeah yeah thank you to everybody yeah and yeah i think that's it all right that's all she wrote that's all she wrote okay bye now okay all right bye, bye everybody <laughs> bye, bye everybody Rick. love you all oh greg sing along with it i lived it you lived it that was so douchey. <laughs>